Welcome to Preaching Into the Mirror, I'm Sharmini Kumar. Each week I'm spending time with some of the stories of Jesus, according to the Gospel readings of the Revised Common Lectionary, if that means anything to you. And I'm preaching the sermon that I think I most need to hear. You can't tell, but I look myself in the eye while I'm preaching via a mirror, and you're welcome to eavesdrop. This week's uh, passage is John 15, 20, 26-27, and John 16, 4b-15. to Which sounds like a lot, but Jesus is talking to his disciples on the last night of his life and he's telling them that they need him to leave so that they'll get the Holy Spirit, which is apparently worth the loss of Jesus' actual physical presence with them. And I can't actually tell if Jesus is being like a like a misguided, cheerful parent here, you know, like, uh, oh, there's terrible things about to happen, but don't worry, it'll all be fine in the end. In fact, it will probably turn out well. But let's just assume that Jesus is being entirely serious and entirely truthful in this passage, in which case Jesus seems to be saying, really saying that having the Holy Spirit with us is a better situation than having him in person. I can kind of understand why he might feel that way um, because he knows that the disciples can be slow to pick up on new ideas. Maybe he's just glad that the job of teaching now now goes to a different member of the Trinity. Maybe he's tired of having so many needy, clingy people around. Uh, Maybe it's somebody else's turn to bear the load. But no, Jesus seems to actually think it's good for the disciples to have the Holy Spirit rather than Jesus' physical presence. He seems to think that having the community wrestle with how to be faithful is better than having him there to directly tell them what to do. And I just love how loose a grip God has on authority. Jesus has no particular interest in being around to tell people what to do. Jesus has no problem ceding power to his successor. And if it means that we get things done in a way that's not quite as good as what he would do, well, then that's fine too. And as much as I would love to literally sit at the feet of Jesus and ask Jesus directly some questions, for some reason Jesus thinks that this arrangement is better for me. And I'm not quite sure, but I think I have some inkling of why after doing these sermons for 18 months now. There's something holy in the listening, in the pondering, in the wrestling with the opinions of other people. That's part of the process and it's an important part. Trusting God's invisible presence to guide and direct, that's meant to be part of it. Trying to figure out what was meant, what to do next, that that confusion and discernment is meant to be part of it. Somehow Jesus thinks that's good for us. Somehow Jesus thinks that's part of our growth and development and maturity. It's a little scary, but it's also freeing. We have the Holy Spirit, a precious gift, because we have to slow down in order to hear her. We have to learn to pay attention to the movements of the movement of the Spirit within our souls in order to hear her. We have to listen to our brothers and sisters in order to hear her. And maybe that's exactly what Jesus wants. Amen.